0: welcome everyone to another episode uh i'm with the usuals it sounds like you guys are
1: hey i uh... <laughs> attend a bar or something okay uh we'll start with the meme of the week uh lemon uh, i'll let you introduce those so you kind of <laughs> choose which one
2: hmm well, there's two. We had two top contenders for this week. Um, it's kind of hard to describe it, but one of them I'm kind of partial to is because because it has a bionicle in it. I'm not sure if any of you all know what bionicle is or what it was, but it was a big part of my growing up. And yeah, same. I can't remember. Let me have to watch it again. Like, I think it's um, what was it? I can't remember it's called the uh the syrup companies game. Like. Rebranded because of like um racist allegations, and then and then like some Bionicle is like just ranting about it.
0: <laughs> just,
2: just, what, is he, what is he even wearing? He's wearing like some sort of pimp costume, too. It was
3: like stop motion on top of that, yeah.
2: Yeah, stop motion. Like, which one is it? The red Bionicle, the red, the right first red Bionicle is like, yeah, the red Toa, yeah, red Toa was like getting you know, all upset about um. Yeah, Aunt Gemina <laughs> announces new name, releases racial stereotype, removes racial stereotypes from product. And he's just like, like I'm doing a good camera after this. <laughs>
3: yeah, he's like, I told you, there's only a matter of time till the liberals came for a pancake. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, gosh.
1: It's originally from a separate YouTube video that it's really weird, to be honest. That <laughs> uh, almost...
3: Almost looks like a robot chicken sketch to me.
1: Yeah, I think it's a parody. Because um, it has this one character off of. Crab, what's the show? It's not Fate. Or is it Fate? Maybe his character's name's Stolfo, and they're at a Femboy Hooters. <laughs> Oh,
0: there <laughs> oh, my. oh my goodness. Uh, uh, Yeah, the,
1: the original the original video is pretty funny, <laughs> but um, that, that scene's perfect. <laughs> Just, <laughs> Jemima, yeah, <laughs> cool. Okay, so I'll continue on. Uh, let's see which. I guess we could just start with the topic that I had you to read up on. Mm-hmm. So this is a little bit older news. It was, I I heard it on the news. Uh, uh-huh. um, it was about this passenger on American Airlines, I believe,
0: mm-hmm. that
1: complained so much. This guy's in business class as well, so like the first class situation. He complained so much about. Them not having the food that he wanted, that they had to land the plane, and they escorted him off the plane. Uh, I don't know, Miko. Did you want to explain a little more? Did you did you read all the details in the in the article?
3: Yeah, if this is the right one, because it turns out that's not the first time that's happened. Weirdly, <laughs> yeah. The
0: the one that's the guardian. Yeah. um,
3: I guess this guy is a retired British hedge fund executive. And he was upset because they didn't address him politely enough when offering him his meal choices, and they only had vegetarian options.
0: I wonder if we're reading the wrong or different article. Let me double check. Is this the one where
2: it's like to Amsterdam got diverted to Chicago? Yeah.
3: Pilot Lands plane for threatening to crash into Mississippi with Walmart? <laughs> you are reading the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of interested in that one. <laughs> I'll read that one later. <laughs>
1: yeah. How about how about you read that while me and Lemon talk and we can talk about that one too. If if time permits. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, anyways. Uh, like Lemon was saying, it, this guy, they're headed to Amsterdam, and they had to stop in Chicago. Um, they didn't say what the passenger did exactly. It's just that he was very rowdy and became a level one threat, which is the lowest level.
3: Oh, right. Yeah, I found the article now. Oh,
1: okay. I'll let you read that then. Where they had to dump gas, which... I reread the article because I was confused on that term, but it turns out they just had to fly in circles until the gas amount is lowered so that they could land the plane, because it's supposed to be a cross Atlantic trip. They had, you know, a very full gas tank. Um, but yeah, there there's like three options, and apparently. In the business class, you're supposed to get like a three course meal. You know, and they had like a steak, a chicken, and like a rib type. <laughs> I think
3: that's the option. Did they offer lasagna? <laughs> oh yeah, why, what? Sorry. Uh, uh, if any of you have seen the movie Airplane, you'll know what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, a little reference there.
3: But yeah,
1: it delayed them three hours, which in reality, with all the recent plane delays, that's kind of typical. But if you know without
3: delays, that sucks a lot,
0: yeah, I uh, mean, yeah,
3: oh, sorry. Um, yeah, like you said, they labeled him as a level one threat, which just means, hey, this guy's unruly. you know it's the lowest level. So I don't. <sighs> I don't know. Was he just getting worse and worse? And they
0: were just like, we just got to get him off this plane.
3: Like he must have been making some kind of kerfuffle if Herfuffle. it was yes,
0: yeah. <laughs> some, kind of, some kind of issue. If he was doing that. I mean, gosh, what the?
3: I guess business class passengers. Hold on let me make sure this is the right flight. I flight to Amsterdam. Houston, Amsterdam. Okay. I guess normally on that type of flight, at least on similar flights, they offer a choice between seared beef short rib, seared lemongrass salmon, or ricotta salata. Yeah, that oh.
0: those three dishes, yeah.
3: Yeah, and wild honey manicotti. Yeah. So what was that? What was the issue? It sounded amazing. Sorry, um, go ahead. I know.
0: I I was I was talking to this about my
1: mom. Uh, and it's like, maybe he had some dietary issue or something like that. But, you know, if, if you know you have those issues, you think you would call ahead and be like, hey, I'm on this flight. Do they have these type of meal options? You know, I have these issues. I can't blah, blah. And I'm pretty sure they would accommodate, you know?
3: Yeah, well, exactly.
1: I don't know. Maybe they give him raw chicken. What do you? Think? <laughs>
2: What do you think, women, <laughs> about this situation? I'm not sure because um, I'm kind of thinking about it from the point of view of like the flight attendants. And I'm like, it seems like a no win situation because you're in a flight, you're in the air. There's not really any way to restock on anything, you know? So it's like, mm-hmm. if he's getting upset about something, like not not having something, then there's no, and he's just continually getting worse. It's like, well, what, what else can you do? You know, just kick him off the flight. And I kind of wonder, like, if, how bad he has to be in order to, like, have that happen. Because you see all these videos of these Karens losing it on flights, but then they don't, like, delay the flight then. So I wonder, like, how bad it must have been.
0: Yeah.
2: I remember. Uh Uh-huh. Go on. I also wonder, like, about the point of view of the dude, it's like it seems like you cost yourself a lot more issues by making a fuss over it than if you just maybe left a bad review on Yelp or something, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) It's like you know, I was looking at the article that said that some those some people who cause those disruptions can, can get fined up to like thirty seven thousand dollars, I think. Yeah. yeah so that's like, what I'm looking at right now. It's like, dang, dude, you could have just you could have saved yourself a lot of trouble if you just like sucked it up, you know. <laughs> <Or whatever. laughs>
3: when you're gonna be prosecuted on criminal charges too.
2: For real, so it's like, is it really worth it?
3: Yeah, especially yeah. because a typical one way business class flight from Houston to Amsterdam is seven thousand dollars.
2: That's 7,000. I thought I
1: read 4,000 still.
0: Uh,
3: 6,927.
1: Dang, that's more than I thought.
3: So it's like, I don't think he's getting a refund from the airline for that.
1: Uh, He basically just wasted 40, yeah, like 45 grand because he didn't want to eat chicken or something. (laughs) Yeah.
3: On it says that they have received criticism because they're, the quality of their meals have not reached pre pandemic levels, but it's still, uh oh, like, why would you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So
1: it's like, I understand one thing, you know, he, he's going from Houston to Amsterdam, that's not a short flight. Oh, yeah, definitely uh, not. You think they would have at least one landing in you know like new york or something but yeah um, is it a layover is that what it's called
3: yeah that, um
1: you know and then you could buy yourself like a 20 dollar
3: meal from like a chick-fil-a that's inside <laughs> for something you know <laughs> 20 dollars is pretty that's pretty on spot on <laughs> yeah. it's stupid overpriced
1: it's, it is stupid uh, and i can understand you know That is, oh gosh, is it like a
0: twelve-hour flight? Is that what it is? Is that what the article said? Um, yeah, I think so. I I don't know. I ended up running Sorry. I I feel Uh, like I feel like.
1: If you know if it's been if it's like a day flight, which I don't believe. Oh, here it is. The typical total flight for that trip is nine hours and thirty minutes. Like, that's kind of sad. Yeah, you, you can't. Like, if you don't want to eat that food, honestly, I, I can wait nine and a half hours. I've done it before multiple times. Yeah, <laughs> and not just because of. Um, Thing, things but just like in, in daily life you know i just like oh i forgot to eat you know I, i've i been distracted with things i watch a movie or something e- e- yeah you'd be hungry but you survive it is when you <laughs> land in amsterdam
3: yeah i think this is a case of a guy just getting hangry
0: yeah very very angry
1: I forgot i guess they (laughs) took away his snickers when he
2: was working the plane i'm also kind of glad that the i'm also kind of glad the airline didn't like bend over backwards for him just because he's business class like i'm kind of glad they like called him out for it like no we're stopping this plane and taking you out because it's like it can very easily be like oh we have to bend over our backs because he's a business class dude but no they still they still, like, charged him and still, like, kicked him off the flight. So I was kind of nice to hear about that, at least.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know you're already in nice comfort. <laughs> but uh, anyways, Mako, did
1: you read more about that uh, Mississippi
0: one?
3: Yeah. <laughs> right, let's see. It's by the Guardian as well. Hi- oh, jeez, oh, get this out of here privacy thing. Pilot lands plane after threatening to crash into a Mississippi Walmart. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's, it's,
2: it's a pilot was threatening to crash it?
3: Yeah. The pilot right. who stole a plane and threatened to intentionally crash into a Walmart superstore in Tupelo, Mississippi while flying around the state for five hours will be charged with grand larceny and making terrorist threats. Authorities <laughs> have said.
2: I wonder oh. why he had against that Pacific Walmart. I know, right? <laughs> oh, that's, aside, that's really bad. Don't oh, that, we don't
1: condone that. But
3: yeah, reportedly, he knew how to take off, but not how to land.
1: <laughs> Have you seen that one video? I if I remember right, it's not fake, but it's like a drunk guy, and they're at like a airplane showing, and he just like sneaks off past the security and just like goes in the. It's a single person plane. He's, like, never flown before. Just drunk out of his mind. Just goes for it. <laughs> I
0: don't remember that one. If I find it, I'll show it to you guys. But...
3: I do remember uh, a funny video where the pilot goes unconscious, so these two guys both volunteer, like, oh, I can fly this plane, and they look at each other and realize one of them tried to mug the other, like, a year earlier, so they get into a fight, <laughs> and... Uh, kill each other, and this one guy who's sitting in a pilot uniform says, Looks like it's up to me. And next thing we know, there's a newspaper article saying, Stripper dressed pilot attempts to land plane. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, That was the real twist.
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: wow. Uh, I guess, uh, he put a goodbye message on Facebook, and then he was actually the one who called 911 with a 911 warning that he planned to crash into a, a Tupelo Walmart.
1: Oh, at least he didn't want anyone to be there. I guess he just really didn't like that Walmart then.
3: I guess. sounds. <laughs> I mean, jokes aside, I guess he was suffering from some mental stuff, so he just figured. But still, like, why specifically say, no, I think you might be right.
0: Why specifically that Walmart? <laughs> Oh no. Makes no sense. Don't ever do that, kids. Okay.
1: <laughs> and then, one last story about airplanes. I went out because I was I found it when I was looking up the original article. I guess there's another one that someone else got kicked off. It's a really bad gas. And because <laughs> you know, they don't really take in air from the outside. Um it just ventilate ventilates. Roughly the same air, just stink up the whole airplane.
0: Is <laughs> they could no one, no one could take it, so they had to kick them off. So what? Well, <laughs> yeah, I
1: didn't really wow. read to it. So it that, that was just the the
3: headline
0: of that article.
1: So, I was so like, oh, all right,
3: just kind of hot boxing in the plane, and they're like, "We got to get out of here."
0: I accept a really bad reason. <laughs>
1: I actually have a fun story about that. Um, except it was a bus, and a
3: bus. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, except it was one of those travel buses. Bathroom was broken. Oh no! And my buddy was like, "I need. I really need to go." They they were feeling sick previously, and and he was like, "Well, you can't really use it. You know, you're gonna have to hold it, basically." And you know, it's like a four hour drive. <laughs> he just broke the lock. and went in it. Wow. Yeah, like the bus driver apparently gave me permission. It's like, hey, if you can get it, you can use it. But you oh, know, it's, all right. it, it doesn't work. Neither did the ventilation apparently.
3: So I just, oh, no.
1: So it's just. <laughs> just <take> a, <laughs> yeah, it's like bloody hot outside and stuff, like the windows you can't open.
3: <laughs> it's just, so it's just, a, just a big Dutch oven. Yeah,
0: it was so bad. <laughs> oh, sorry uh, about that. Bad if you that's...
1: ever listen to this for some reason.
0: <laughs> that's awful. That's okay. horrible. All right, well, well, any, any last thoughts or comments? I'm good. Okay. I'm we'll, good.
1: we'll move over to the next one. Uh, Mika, would you like to introduce this one? I know this is not too old in news, so it's still going on, I
3: believe. Um, but
0: it, we haven't talked about it yet.
3: Yeah. So, uh, big week for Microsoft. Uh, they just won a court case for their my their Activision Blizzard deal, and by all accounts, it looks like it's going to go through. Seventy billion dollars, the largest tech acquisition in history. And it's just been like, yeah, oh, it's just been like fascinating to follow. Not just because. I own an Xbox and I play that, but just like the scale of the transaction and all the drama and like the peak behind the peaks behind closed doors. You know, a lot of stuff came out during this court case. Like we learned a few years ago when Microsoft was starting to take, you know, video gaming seriously again, they were, and they were looking at acquisitions, they thought about buying Sega. They thought about buying Square Enix. You yeah, know, and Sega came out and said, whoa, whoa, whoa we're not well, you know, people were like, "Are you going to buy Sega now?" And Sega comes out and says, "No, we're not. They're not buying us, but they do love us." <laughs> 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 yes, they yes. actually just came out and said, "We have a really close relationship with Xbox, and they just love us." <laughs> that's actually what he said. They love us. No, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I thought that was nice. And then, uh, you know, uh, the, one of the big twists really was ever since they announced that PlayStation's been coming out saying if this happens, Xbox could take Call of Duty off of PlayStation, and that would ruin us. Like, we would just be screwed. The first day of the hearing, Microsoft brought out an email between the head of PlayStation, actually, I think it was the president of Sony, Jim Ryan, and some of the other executives, and he said, there's absolutely no way they're going to make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive. So privately, he knew... They weren't going to do it publicly. He kept you know, saying, oh, this is what they're going to do. And the FTC built their en- entire defense around that. This is who the case was between the FTC and Microsoft. So pretty much day one, they had no case anymore. Dang. Yeah, and then they kept going back to that over and over again. They can make Call of Duty exclusive. And Nintendo isn't a true competitor to Xbox, so Xbox will be too big. If this goes through, for some reason, they kept going back to whether the Switch was a real competitor to the point the judge started getting annoyed.
1: It's like, I I, I want to talk about that phrase a little bit. It, like, I see, I see what they're thinking. but Well, previously, not today's, um, not, what's the right term? Not today's world. Nintendo, you know, was almost exclusively their games. Yeah. And, you know, you don't buy a Nintendo console to play Call of Duty. Exactly. <laughs> like, I played a Call of Duty on the Wii. Obviously, it was the Wii. It's kind of a pain in the rear. Not fun experience.
3: But on the GameCube,
1: <laughs> playing on the GameCube, actually was pretty fun. And uh, what is that one old... Um, well, it's not really old. They tried rebooting it, it kind
3: of failed, but it was another
0: World War II uh,
1: game series that was pretty popular.
0: Uh, Medal of Valor, yeah, Medal of Honor, yeah, that's it. Um, that one on the GameCube, good game, really fun times, but it,
1: Nintendo. I don't even think they'd care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, money-wise, they probably would care a little bit, but they won't... They're not really worried about people not buying Nintendo products because that's the only way to play Nintendo legally.
3: So. <laughs> yeah. okay. Well, and that was... On, well, You make a fair point, and that is what the FTC's argument was. Like, you know, you don't buy a Switch to play Call of Duty... Or, you know, you don't buy a Switch to play, well, Doom, you can, but most people would prefer to, you know, buy an Xbox or a PlayStation for something higher-end, higher-end, third-party stuff. But the problem is they kept, like, making it out like it wasn't a competitor at all. I like, well, no, it is. You know, the Switch has sold over 120 million units, which is more than Xbox and PlayStation combined. You know, and... <laughs> Tears of the Kingdom sold 10 million copies in three days. Like, Even if it doesn't have all the same games, it's still a valid competitor. Uh, so... <laughs> yeah, like, whatever valid actual stance the FTC had against the acquisition, they just were not making it. They were just were not taking it. Just kept going back to the same stuff that didn't work. So... And <clears throat> Yeah, but now uh, a few days ago, the judge ruled that the injunction would be denied. So pretty much Microsoft can close on the deal, even without the FTC's approval. (laughs) And on top of that, Friday, they actually called Lena Kahn, the head of the FTC, to Congress. And they just blasted her. Because that same day, the FTC tried to appeal her the judge's decision and uh, court, uh, the appeals court just said no like, it only took them a few hours to decide no and they were being blasted on Twitter by people saying you're wasting taxpayers money on a case you're not going to win and that's pretty much what Congress said they're just like why are you spending all this money on cases that you have not won over and over again you've been doing this so they just straight up told her we want to cut your budget by 25% <laughs> While they were requesting a 33% increase. And it's just, yeah, just huge L. Yeah. <laughs> huge loss for the FTC. And I mean, and it's just, not a. Oh, sorry, go
1: ahead. And just to double check, the FTC stands for
3: Federal Trade Commission.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, thank you.
0: Yeah
3: actually found out the head of the FTC is only four years older than me, so I'm like, jeez. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so it's not like a guaranteed done deal yet. They're still negotiating with the UK, but as soon as they won the case, the UK was like, okay, we're willing to negotiate. And earlier today, they announced that PlayStation had finally pretty much thrown in the towel and signed up for the 10-year Call of Duty deal that they offered to Nintendo a few months ago.
0: Wait, wait, wait. Say that again.
3: Uh, earlier today, uh, Sony finally gave in and signed a 10-year contract for Call of Duty, the same one that Microsoft gave to Nintendo.
1: What is that contract for?
3: Uh, basically, it states that it promises that... Microsoft will give Nintendo and actually Steam. They offered it to Steam, but Gabe Newell waved it off saying, no, nah, I trust Microsoft. You don't need a written agreement. Um, NVIDIA, that was a big one because uh, they have GeForce Now, which is a major cloud gaming subscription service. Mm-hmm. And I think I said Nintendo. And yeah, Sony, it, pro- it just promises we'll keep Call of Duty on your services and your consoles for the next 10 years. We won't, you know, give you a crappier version than the Xbox One. So, yeah, they actually are trying to get Call of Duty on Nintendo consoles again. And even the president of Activision was like, one of our biggest mistakes was not trying to make a Nintendo port.
0: Yep, yep. So all this stuff is moving fast. And then
3: apparently Friday night, Activision was taken off of the stock market. Okay. So people are like, that looks like it's pretty much a done deal. Like they've been absorbed into Microsoft. They don't need representation in the stock market anymore. Yeah. But we should find out more tomorrow, because tomorrow is when the CMA is supposed to talk a little bit about their negotiations with Microsoft. And the final day for their hearing is sometime in August. The original date for the deal to close was July 18th but apparently <coughs> all this legal business and legal stuff is really weird but apparently normally if they pass the date Microsoft has to pay Activision 3 billion in separation or you know uh, fallout fees or whatever you want to call it you know
0: uh-huh not fallout and,
3: yeah <laughs> yeah 3 billion in fees and then they have to renegotiate but I guess Since the CMA specifically is letting them get an extension, they can just renegotiate without having to do it. So
0: we'll see what happens, but. Yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I haven't played a Call of Duty game for a long time. I've Um, never played one. I've
1: been wanting to play Zombies, though.
3: Oh, yeah, that would be good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I actually still have. A, we had a roommate that used to play Call of Duty, Black Ops, Zombies all the time. And he accidentally <laughs> left. He left his disc it? with me. Yeah, I still have it with me. <laughs> I felt so bad, but he was just gone. By the time I realized it was still like with my games,
1: man, he he fell off the face of the earth for some reason. Oh,
3: he really did.
0: I got to see him on Instagram a couple times, but, uh, but anyways. I, it's not like I don't care too much because I haven't played them,
1: Uh, but I can, I obviously can see why people are worried about it a lot, Uh, at least from the time that I was a teenager, um, at least since I played those games last, it was always Halo, Call of Duty, and Battlefield. Oh, Battlefield. And Battlefield kind of fell off when they put out 5. Um, their fault.
3: Yeah, and 2042 also wasn't very good. Again, their fault.
1: Yep. And then Call of Duty put out some pretty iffy games, but I guess the recent remakes have been really good. And... Halo has also put out some really iffy games too. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I think about it, it be useful <laughs> for them. <laughs> But uh I think it I think it'll just be fine, you know, it
0: if anything else, I could see more transactions. Yeah. But right. cool. if anything bad happens it will most likely be
1: Microsoft's
0: fault. Not the, yeah. Not the other systems. Yeah.
2: What other games has Activision done again?
3: Uh they make World of Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, uh, StarCraft. Isn't it Blizzard? Yeah, because Activision owns Blizzard. Oh really? And they okay. also yeah, they also own King, so they own Candy Crush.
1: Oh, no. Uh,
3: yeah, <laughs> and that was really, like, when they announced the acquisition, everyone's like, oh, you're trying to get Call of Duty, and Microsoft's like, well, no, actually, we're interested in Candy Crush. Like, do you know how many people play Candy Crush? We're talking hundreds of millions, guys. Honestly, like,
1: I-, I totally believe that.
3: Yeah, like, they're trying to build up a competitor for the Apple App Store and Google Stores. Oh, really? Yeah, so if they can get Candy Crush, which is, just by numbers, the biggest game... Gosh, it might be the biggest game in history. And yeah, that'd be a huge kind of boost for whatever they're making. Apparently, they're making their own app store straight up, not just like, you know, some weird little legal business side thing.
1: Yeah, but how would you get How would you get it? on your phone? Are you going to get like, is there Microsoft phones?
3: They actually tried to do those once. It didn't go well. So I think they canned it after one generation, but I think it's probably going to be an app. All right. So you have to go
1: through the Play, Play Store and Apple Store anyways.
3: Yeah. Possibly Android might have better access to it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, and just like, I mean, it's also part of why they're trying to build up Game Pass and cloud gaming, because then they're like, hey, rather than playing Candy Crush on your phone, would you be interested in Halo? On your phone? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I mean, I could kind of see it if they can get there. Like, I've used xCloud myself, and my internet is not great, but it actually runs pretty well. So I'm like, well, crap, if they can get it out on beta and get it working 100%, then,
0: yeah, maybe. Yeah, just really interesting stuff. Um, Did you
3: have any thoughts on it, Lemon?
2: Um, Not at the moment, no, not really, because I don't really play a lot of Activision games or Blizzard games that much anyways. So it's kind of like, yeah, we'll see what happens type of thing. Hopefully it will cause more competition and force the other gaming companies to try to step up the game to compete with Microsoft so we'll get better games. But that's about all the thoughts I have for it.
3: Yeah, well, that's been a big part of it. They're just like, will it stifle competition? Will it create more competition? Sony has started kind of investing more in cloud tech. So I guess it's already helped a bit with that. And rumor has it Google's trying to get back into gaming too, only through YouTube instead of Stadia.
1: Oh, interesting. Wait, who? Who is Google? I'll Google. So one one last thing. Sorry. No. Did you have anything else, Lemon? Nah, I'm good. Okay. Uh, maybe we can talk about this another time too. But honestly, other than Nintendo, I feel like exclusivity is kind
0: of dying down. Yeah. And even though I I know that.
1: Yeah, they they have that monopoly of sorts. But they know that a huge amount of people that own other consoles will not be happy if they make things that weren't exclusive for over two decades to something that's exclusive.
0: Yeah. And I just don't see companies not feeling
1: threatened by their consumer base if they try to make that. They might try to make some special things, like, for example, like Twitch Prime, how it has goodies and stuff. They might try that on their console version of the game, but I don't don't really see whole game series or companies being exclusive. Except Nintendo. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Yeah, and that was one of the points brought up during the case. Um, The judge asked Bobby Kodak, the head of, well, the president of Blizzard, like, would you make Call of Duty an Xbox exclusive? And he said, Are you kidding? The fan base would kill me. Uh So I am concerned a bit about consolidation because rumor has it Sony is going to try hard to acquire more companies after this. Like, rumor has it they're focusing on rock steady which means you know if that went through potentially future grand theft autos and red dead redemptions could be playstation exclusives
1: hey maybe they actually come out faster
0: (laughs) okay yeah that's true that that's my thoughts on it (laughs) okay yeah i think i'm wrapped up on that too So, okay. Let's see. We have a few minutes. Um, Probably won't talk too much
1: about this one, because I know Lemon here has to get off soon. But the last topic I want to talk about uh, Mako brought up as
0: well. It was the the strikes in Hollywood. I'm
1: pretty sure it's mostly just The kind of the background type workers, and movie production. Um, Yeah, I also hear because of it, you know, we're going to have like a year or two delay on some things, so there'll be like repeats instead of new episodes for series and stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Do you have any more information about that, Nico?
3: Um, I was doing some reading on it. I found out the main impetus behind it right now is first of all a lot of actors just aren't being paid enough i mean typically when we think actor we think uh, george clooney um meryl streep just people that make it big make millions of dollars but the vast majority of actors are just you know people that are trying to make it or that do it as a hobby and they're just not getting paid enough so that's largely what the strike is about and then on top of that there's always about AI because AI is getting better every single day. And they're like, are you going to start replacing us? Like us less important actors with AI. And uh, I think I mentioned this to you hammer, but one guy was talking about how, you know, they, I guess they take scans of you when you're doing mm-hmm. background work. Oh, so they can, I'm trying to understand it, but it sounds like they take scans of you so they can use your appearance later or, you know, as, part of the movie. But now companies are saying, well, we can just keep using your appearance and we don't have to pay you for it. And the actors like, whoa, 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 no. I should be getting a royalty every time you use my likeness. That's not fair. Yeah, no.
0: That that's kind of dumb. I, I really hope they <laughs> It sounds mean, but
1: I mean with all a lot of news and things popping up about executives and certain company practices, I kind of hope they lose a lot of money.
3: Yeah, I do too. <laughs> Even the Motion Picture Association of America, something like that, Um, basically the association that all the major studios belong to are like, it's a shame that they wouldn't resolve it peacefully, so now thousands of workers are going to lose money. And, blah, 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 and I'm like, I don't know. Whenever a company does that, I feel like they're just trying to turn it around. You know, like move the goalposts or whatever.
2: Yeah, I totally support the strikers here because it's kind of scary how they can just scan their likeness and they can use that likeness forever. So it's like you have no control over yourself, kind of. It's, it's like kind of sketchy. So I'm kind of glad they are standing up for it and being like, no, we're not, not for that, you know?
3: Yeah, it's a little bit similar to an incident a few days ago. A famous voice actress named Erica Lindbeck found out that this channel was using an AI to simulate her voice for a character that you know she portrayed, video game character, and was having it say sexual things. Mm, yeah. So she, yeah.
1: yeah, I heard about that. And I think she's a minor, too. Ooh,
3: yeah, no. no way. Yeah, the character is a minor. Uh, so yeah, she responded to the, to the person making it, said, could you please take this down? Apparently she was really nice about it. And the guy did take it down, but mocked her and she got flamed on social media. And all these voice actors stepped up to her defense saying, this is our livelihood. And can you imagine if we took your voice and had you saying a bunch of sexual stuff about your mother? Like, no, it's not appropriate.
2: Yeah, it's... A lot of people talk about the AI um, apocalypse. I don't think it's AI itself that's going to be the apocalypse. I think it's how people use AI. is going to cause a lot of yeah. issues. <laughs> yeah, the root cause will always be human. Mm-hmm.
3: Definitely. So, yeah, best of wishes to the actors. Hope they get fair wages and fair contracts for their likenesses and all their representation.
2: Definitely. I heard a lot of it's kind of like background actors, but I also heard a story about how apparently Matt Damon and Brad Pitt started out as background actors, just like extras type of things. And they eventually worked their way up and they became stars out of it. And the person I was I was watching a video talk about it and he's saying like how if you scan someone's likeness and just never use them again, it's kind of like you're not giving people a chance to rise to stardom type of theme.
0: Yeah.
3: So when I was reading another article, that talked about, like, the, 70 and 80, the 70s and 80s, and we were getting all these huge blockbusters, you know, Jaws, Star Wars, Indiana Jones. A lot of that was from younger filmmakers, like Steven Spielberg was in his 20s when he became a big star, you know, a big director. And you can't really do that as much anymore because just of the way Hollywood has changed. So kind of similar to that, it's like,
0: you know, you need to give the little guy a chance yeah yeah they want they want to keep growing with
3: the same things which is funny because exactly. one of the biggest oh sorry go ahead. No.
2: yeah i feel like it's kind of there's like kind of a gatekeeping way in, in hollywood sometimes a lot of people don't really want to give new stuff a chance anymore like any new franchises that come out it seems like all the big big ones or the big money-making stuff that's been coming out lately has been based off of like older franchises like Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse and yeah. all these Marvel movies that have come out, these are based off like comics that are like 20 to 40 years old type of thing. So it feels like and a lot of games that have come out that have exploded like Tears of the Kingdom that's based off like an older franchise as well. So I feel like <laughs> yeah. it's really hard for like new franchises to br- to bust out now. Well, it sounds kind of weird. New franchises <laughs> to um to how should I say it? New franchises to I don't know, make it big, you know. The,
3: yeah. <laughs> step into the
2: light yeah step into the light that's a good one
0: but yeah <laughs> yeah
2: it's okay you're just thinking of yeah. <laughs> that we've been playing. and I, I feel i noticed it myself too like most of the times when i'm like exploring your stuff I don't, i'm more reluctant to like pick up like a new book or a new video game but I, i'll pick up like stuff like based off of old franchises that i like like i'll Pick up a lot of like alien and predator comics, and I won't pick up any new yeah. like indie comics. And same with video games, too. Like the game we've been playing, the Aliens Fire Team Elite, whatever it's called, is really fun. But part of me is like, I don't think I would have played it if it was like, if it wasn't like Aliens type of thing, you know?
3: Yeah, it's a good point.
2: So it goes both <laughs> ways. Like, I've, I see it myself too a lot, but
0: yeah, we get what we freaking deserve. Um <laughs> Am- I mean, we talked about this before, and I feel like uh, video games. Uh, I, don't, I don't want to be. Um, I, I can't think of the right word, anyways. But I feel like video games and
1: stuff, it's really hard and serious. I mean, because um, they try to make something last for as long as possible. Because. You know, it's kinda of like that phrase, if it's not broke, don't fix it type yeah. deal. And but the nice thing about it is well, this is it's so easy access to these new things. And personally for me, I mean we talked about this already, like I I said before, I kinda go back and forth, like, oh yeah, I'll go back to this one game that I play a lot of times. And then if I play that a few a bit, we'll try out the new game type and waiting for or I've uh, been holding back on yeah. for playing or something like that and, and that's the very nice things about in today's world we have all that and it's quick and there's a lot of people doing it but as we talked about before as well there's a lot of it and so it's also hard to choose and which ones are actually good and so you kind of
0: go back to those as well
2: Yeah, yeah that's understandable Yeah, it's, it's tough. Like I said, I do it too. Like a lot of times I'm picking up stuff. I usually pick up stuff that I know I'm going to like. Like I'll seek out franchises that I know I've liked mm-hmm. in the past. So I'm less likely to give out, Give you exactly. know, new, new ones a chance sometimes.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I kind of miss the old times when we were younger. I would watch stuff and play games at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like, I can't do that. I miss that. when companies <laughs> used
3: to do demos. I think Capcom's the only one that does them anymore. I know, right?
1: Uh, I know Nintendo Who does? does some, but yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Nintendo does some. But yeah, no. Other than that, Yeah, you
3: know, that's, well, that's, why I'm, <laughs> that's why I'm kind of a shill for Game Pass, if I'm being honest. But it's just because there's a lot of games I wouldn't have even touched that I ended up loving because I tried them out on Game Pass for free.
2: Yeah, definitely. I definitely like the demo model because it's really nice because sometimes you see a game, but like you're buying it and it's like, oh, it's not as good as I thought it would be. It kind of burns you a bit. And just, you don't want to try new games anymore. But trying the demo is really nice because you just download it for free. Then you can try it out and see how it goes.
3: Yeah, that's how I got to try out uh, Resident Evil 4 and Street Fighter 6. And yeah, how I ended up deciding to buy Street Fighter Six. Of course, I was kind of a giving because I love that franchise, which we just talked about. But mm-hmm. I mean, it certainly helped.
0: Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, no, I think that's else?
2: it. You got it for me too.
0: All right. Well, we'll get this out as
1: soon as we can. Uh, hopefully, what we talked about isn't old, old news by the time it comes out. Uh, for For those who have been listening for a while, uh, it's kind of a pattern. It's, it's a sad pattern where it takes a few days, like three to three days to like a week for <laughs> to come out. So it's like, oh yeah, this thing's new and this blah, blah. It's like, yeah, everyone's already done with it. It's like, oh, dang it. Okay. <laughs> but if, of course, if you feel like there's anything you want us to talk about, <clears throat> feel free to write it down below on verbally YouTube. I don't know if there's comments on Spotify or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, like and subscribe. subscribe <laughs> and join our Patreon that we don't have.
3: Send <laughs> <laughs> us cash in the mail. <laughs> in the mail. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs> well, tell you our address.
3: 1-800-CHARMING-STREET.
1: Make sure to split it up in three. (laughs) I only want $2 unmarked bills.
3: (laughs) Make sure it's an even amount.
0: (laughs) Okay. Take care, everyone.
3: Bye.